We are in a simulation. Our, we are Sims characters and our souls are playing the video game on mm-hmm. the other side. Mm-hmm. Literally. We are just in these, as Mila calls them, meat suits. We're in meat suits. <laughs> Freaks me out, but it's so true. <laughs> Hello. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Enlighten Me podcast. Number six. six. Episode six. That went by so fast. We've come a long way. We have. We have a long way to go, though. I'm proud of us. Me too. We did the thing. We did the thing. <laughs> we talked about it for so long, and now we're doing the thing. Yep. Six episodes deep. Wouldn't want to have it any other way. No. We're having so much fun. Yes. We enjoy this. We enjoy the community we've created. We enjoy hearing your guys' feedback. So it just keeps us motivated to keep making episodes. Yes. And like, again, it's just fun for us to talk about this stuff because we talk about it all the time. So just to have like even one person listen to us (laughs) and care what we're saying is so cool. Yeah. So thank you guys. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming back for episode six. So we have some fun topics today. Um, I know last week was like pretty heavy, um, but... This one is still a lot of like cool information. I feel like last week kind of like laid the groundwork for what we're going to talk about today. And yeah, yeah we hope that you guys kind of, again, come along, keep an open mind. I'm not trying to force our beliefs on anyone. It's just some cool concepts that we like to talk about. So let us know what you think. Today we're going to be talking about soul families, soulmates, and then reincarnation. Yeah. Reincarnation, like your life purpose, mm-hmm. things like that. So super excited to get into it so here we go so i'm sure many of you have heard the term soulmate before and i feel like this term is thrown around a lot in yeah like everywhere Everywhere. you know everywhere now movies tv Mm -hmm. shows books you know yeah so unlike the popular belief of like romantic partners being soulmates they can actually be anyone who enables a strong connection with your soul and touches your life yeah somebody who has like an impact on your life or you have an impact on theirs um yeah you can have more than one too yeah a lot of people think like oh you're my soulmate and that's it but like no you can actually have a lot of soulmates and they don't always have to be like forever right or just your your husband or your wife it doesn't have to be your husband or wife yeah yeah. um and you know you can have different soulmates at different parts of your life that have some type of impact on your soul's journey pretty much Mm -hmm. and like the movies and the tv shows and romantic novels have created like this one perception about what a soulmate is and it's like that happily ever after kind of love that feeling that tingling sensation in your belly but there's a lot more to that Mm -hmm. there's a lot of the deep inner work that comes with that oh yeah I know last week we talked a little bit about like twin flames and how like you kind of trigger each other and even if someone isn't your twin flame they can just still be your soulmate and still like trigger you because you're supposed to be learning from each other and that's the reason that you're in this life together soulmates are people you have met in other lives and realms Mm -hmm. your connection with the soulmate goes really far beyond the physical form so it's like when you randomly meet a person and you get that feeling like why have i known you before Mm -hmm. like i feel like i've known you in another life or something like yeah that's literally this you like remember them yeah that's the sensation of you know meeting your soulmate yeah um, so like Alexis said, you'll have multiple on your journey of life and each one is connected to you on a different level. Yeah. So if you look at it from a bigger perspective, we're all connected at a soul level. So we're all divine soulmates in some sense. Yeah. Everyone like that you come in contact with are like meant to be in your life for some reason, even if it's somebody that you hate, like it's meant to teach you something about yourself or like some lesson that you need to learn. Um, so yeah. In that sense, like pretty much everyone is your soulmate, I guess. (laughs) But there are certain people that have like the most impact and that you feel like super connected with because you may have been in many lifetimes with them. Yeah. Who do you have in your life that you feel like you know from before? Um, Definitely Violet. Really? Yeah. Oh, I can sense that. Yeah. Yeah. Because when we first met each other, it was like we just matched each other's energy so Mm -hmm. well. And I didn't even like know her like yeah my my first time meeting her we were making candy for edc and we were just like egging each other on matching each other's energy like 
And then ever since then, we were like intertwined at each other's hips. That's so cute. For like a few years. And then even when we don't hang out for periods of yeah. time, it's like I hung out with her yesterday and it's been five months mm-hmm. since I've seen her. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. But it's still like, it just clicks right away. Yeah. That's how it is with me and Kristen too. Mm-hmm. Because, and I have a few friends like this too, like Prisa, um, Dylan, obviously, but specifically Kristen, because when we met, first of all, we met at school, but we weren't really friends until like, I always felt like a pulling to be her friend. And like, mm. she kind of was just like, you know, doing her own thing. And so I, for some reason, being a shy girl, like I always went out of my way to like say hi to her for some reason. Okay. And then one day, like she, she went to a different school for a while. She kind of had a you situation. <laughs> she she went to a different school she came back um and i was like oh my gosh hey Kristen, like you're back and i was so excited to see her even though we were barely friends (laughs) and she was like hey cool good to see you and then one day and we had pe together and then one day i was at church and she was there too and we both like kind of were like new to this youth group and then we like sat with each other and we literally laughed the whole time People kept looking at us like you're literally interrupting. And we just kept <laughs> laughing so much. And oh. ever since then, we've literally been like joined at the hip. Same thing. Yeah. And we even like in high school, before I even cared about soul families and all of that stuff and reincarnation, we always talked about how we must have been conjoined twins in a past life. Oh, my God. <laughs> we literally always say that. And it's just so funny because now I see it. And I'm like, yep, that probably is true. I mean, I don't know about conjoined twins, but we uh-huh. definitely felt connected before. And she'll even bring up like, I swear I remember this from when we were twins before. Like, what? Or we'll talk about That's like insane. in high school, we'd always talk about like, oh, like we must have like been meant to be sisters, but we're born to different moms. Like we always like would make like little comments like that yeah. before we even knew what any of this meant. And I still feel that way with her. Like we go through both like busy seasons in our life where we don't see each other that much. I mean, we still text like a lot, but we don't see each other that often. But like every time we do, it's just like boom back to normal we are just connect on such a soul level and she's also like kind of going through a spiritual awakening thing too and like doing mm-hmm. the same kind of stuff so yeah. just cool that we're kind of like on the same path with that yeah that's awesome that's how i feel with me and violet too like it's just so easy and natural mm-hmm. and it's like you should feel comfortable yeah it just feels like home you know yes a piece of a piece of home for yes. sure yes like yeah. you know that you can like trust them and they're not gonna like judge you and like mm-hmm, exactly. it feels like a sister like you're yeah. connected to them in that way. It's like the older sister I never had. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and obviously, I do feel like we are somewhat soulmates in a way too, just yeah. because one, our paths have been very similar yep. in life, and two, like we are like helping each other grow and Mm -hmm. came together for this purpose which is like pretty cool Mm -hmm. and it's like a spiritual thing so I definitely feel a connection there and you know we are close growing up too so yeah like I feel like we're more more soul family yeah soul family for sure meant to impact each other's lives Mm -hmm. um and then obviously Dylan because I not not all of you know this but a lot of you do (laughs) so we met freshman year of high school yeah and you know we kind of had our on and offs in high school and stuff but like literally from the moment I met him I was like I love him (laughs) I love him and we always would talk about like we're gonna get married one day and you know everybody you know says that stuff in high school but like I just knew it like I just knew Mm -hmm. this is my like family and we're gonna be together and this might be weird to say (laughs) but sometimes I think first of all I do believe that we've been in many lifetimes together but sometimes I think like he was like my brother in a past life which that might sound weird but just because we're so close and like we also like irritate each other in that kind of way too like like a brother sister yeah, kind of vibe yeah, yeah but obviously we're in love too but <laughs> <laughs> but i just feel like we have been in families together before you know yeah totally that's definitely a thing so i could see it yeah it's pretty cool and yeah you know 12 years later here we are still Dude, together 12 years that's yeah. crazy well 11 and a half but pretty much <laughs> but you're like who's counting <laughs> who's count- who counts <laughs> oh i feel like me and nando are soulmates yeah. too i definitely see that within us as well i feel like ours was more of like a like a late bloom we found each other like down the road yeah you after we already been through some shit yeah mm-hmm. after we already had like our own like evolutions and healings to do yeah. like we found each other during a good time mm-hmm. and so yeah that's interesting because me and dylan i feel like we had to go through all of that together yeah, and, and like that could totally be like why oh, you guys met for so sure young because for- I feel like the people that we were when we met have changed into like 10 different people over the years and now we're oh like, yeah 
we're completely different people and somehow we still vibe together and somehow like we're even closer now than we ever were and like because you guys grew up together we really did we actually grew up Mm -hmm. together (laughs) i just remember being in high school and seeing you with dylan and then i was like wow like she has a boyfriend that's so cool like i want a boyfriend you did that But, like, back then, you know, like, I yeah. looked up to you a Aww, lot. I want to cry. That's like, so all the homecoming dances and stuff. I was like, what is she wearing? I want to wear what she oh wears. Gosh, That's why so, I would ask you'd to always borrow ask to wear my dresses. dresses. <laughs> That's yeah. so cute. Yeah. Oh, I love you. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> for background, Mila went to the same school as Dylan. So, yeah. She same would, high school. Yeah, we would see each other at dances and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So. She'd always be like, I'm coming to Franklin's homecoming. Hey. I'm like, you're coming to my homecoming. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then switcheroo then you went to my high school after i left which is weird but anyways (laughs) back to the content back to the content um yeah soulmates soul family so your soul family is uh kind of how you describe it is like the spiritual equivalent of your birth family but like on your soul's level so again you know we believe that you go through many lifetimes and you go through these lifetimes with some of the same souls because you're meant to like, again, help each other grow. Um, and you might meet them like throughout your life. So there's some people of your soul family that you may not have even met yet. Yeah. And they're just like not for this part of your journey yet. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure some of you like can think of people that you feel really connected to that like are just different than other relationships that you have. And, you know, this can be your family. It can be like your actual, like your siblings, your mm-hmm. parents, your blood your cousins, your yeah. blood family. Yeah. Or it could be your friends, just coworkers, people, yeah, people that have had again a big impact on your life, or you just feel really connected to. Yeah, your soul family is a group of like-minded people who mm-hmm. love, nurture, support, and protect you, and they help you reach your goals too. So yep. all of these members of the soul family have a consciousness, both individually and collectively. So it's believed that your soul, before taking like the human form and coming down here, has made agreements with everyone in your soul family Mm -hmm. so you guys all know the plan the path the when you're going to come into each other's lives Mm -hmm. for what purpose what you're going to teach each other learn from each other yeah i guess signs you could say for when you would know that you've met your soul family Mm -hmm. is if you're really drawn towards them a specific person you have the same stories same kind of lifestyle mm-hmm. like us like yeah similar very, stories to very tell. similar stories you feel happy um within and you feel understood by them mm-hmm. your soul is at peace when you're in their presence like everything is just love and light mm-hmm. it's very natural very easy that's so funny that you said that about the same stories because i haven't really thought about i mean i have thought about it but like now it's clicking more like the people that i feel like are in my soul family we definitely have some of like the same patterns that have happened in our lives okay like even dylan like one we both grew up in religion and like we talk about now how that affected us and the other day we told the same story of like these thoughts we used to have as kids yeah and i was like no way did you think that i used to think that same way and then both of our dads worked in construction and we work out of town all the time. So our moms were like single moms, like 70% of the time. So we both had that in common as well. Like there's just a lot of like similarities like that when I met mm-hmm. him that I was like, Ooh, you're like me. And I just felt connected to him. Yeah. So weird. Even with us though, yeah. we just recently found out oh my our God. parents, this is crazy. Okay. Our parents have the same Zodiac signs. Mm-hmm. So my dad's birthday, June 5th, my mom's birthday june 5th my mom's birthday is january 15th and my dad's birthday is january 7th which is so funny like because, what the fuck so her dad is my mom's cousin so yeah, they're both so. capricorns and they both marry gemini's <laughs> yeah. with the same fucking birthday that's yeah. so weird i asked my mom about it she's like yeah i knew that and i was like what you're like okay you never brought this up that's so crazy <laughs> i'm like no wonder why we both have the same trauma <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> right. We have like so many similar things. Just kidding, just kidding. You know what I just noticed too is that Riley was saying her birthday is two two two. Yeah. Hunters is six six. Oh. And they're both the same age, like same year. Oh. Which I just was like, wait a minute, two twenty two and then mm-hmm. oh six oh six. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. That is crazy. Just like those little like lineups that are just like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Well today it's uh actually February twenty second, two 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 the day we were recording so today's also just a very like powerful yes. empowering day it's an angel number day yeah it's angel number day it's also the day my grandma died oh as in reference to the blue jay and i saw one today oh 
that's so sweet. I'm like, hey, girl, how you doing over there? Hey, grandma. <laughs> that's so funny because I saw a blue jay the other day and I thought of that. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. I'm like, maybe she's watching me too. She's yeah. like, good job. <laughs> she's like, you know what? I like you. I'm going to follow you I like, too. I like this little pair up we got going on. <laughs> I think, you know, even whoever's like in your mind right now when you're hearing this, I'm sure like that's probably who's in your soul family. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, who do I feel the most connected to? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. So what is the connection with your soul family? So if you think about a family tree, it's huge, right? Mm -hmm. So many interconnections. The spiritual world is a large family tree. There are soul families, which form small groupings. And they're usually like the core family units. So in the physical world, this may be um, reincarnated versions of your romantic partners, siblings, parents, children, and so on. Yeah. So they can like switch too. Like yeah. somebody who was your mom in a past life could be your child in this life or your sibling. Yeah. Or your sister in a past life could be like your aunt. Or could be your brother. Your brother. Like, they could switch genders. Like, That's true. Yeah. It has like your soul doesn't have a gender, by the way. Mm-hmm. It can literally come in as whatever. In the book that I read, um, it's called The Journey of Souls. The Journey of Souls by Dr. Michael Newton. Um, you guys should definitely read it. It like explains all of this, but something that that just reminded me of was about the soul's gender thing. It said that, yeah, your soul doesn't have a gender, but you may have a preference for like what gender you show up as yeah. in each lifetime. Like you might be like, mm, I feel like I just want to show up as a woman every lifetime or like, but those ones, like usually you have to break it up with like one or two of the other gender just to like, you know, mm. learn the lessons from the other side too. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like it's good to like, switch it up switch it up and learn both because mm-hmm. women and men get treated very differently oh yes they do so yes and you know i feel like that is why literally gender is a social construct because your soul doesn't even have a gender <laughs> and it literally doesn't matter like who you're attracted to because again your soul doesn't have a gender your soul is like attracted to who it's attracted to so that's why i just feel like you know anybody who thinks that like being part of the LGBTQ community is a bad thing. Like that's ridiculous because we they literally were, are all just souls. <laughs> well, yeah, and they literally could have been like a gay man in a past life. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. First of all, you may have been yeah. part of the community in a past life. And yeah. You don't even know. Maybe right. that's why you're so homophobic. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was thinking it. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you can be reincarnated as like different parts your family like Mm -hmm. again like I think Kristen may have been my sister in a past life or Dylan might have been my brother or like Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I feel part of my soul family too is like um I definitely believe like both of my brothers are part of my soul family yeah for sure I learn like so much from them and they've like obviously had a huge impact on my life and then my youngest brother Hunter like we talk about this stuff all the time and I feel like we've always had just like a close connection in like many lifetimes I wonder like since I'm the oldest of nine, I am just waiting for the day when my siblings could be my age so I can talk to them, like, about this shit or, mm-hmm. like, hear their perspectives of me when they were younger growing up. Because yeah. I'm like, yeah, I have Riley, you know, and I know that I help her because she tells me, but <laughs> <laughs> but I want to hear from, like, the younger yeah. ones that I don't spend as yeah, much time with. Yeah, what they think with. of you. Mm-hmm. That's, I was just thinking about that the other day, actually, because I was like, oh, my gosh, like, you have so many siblings, and I wonder, like, what they see you as because they don't live in the house with you. Like I wonder how they, you know, see, obviously they love you, but it was so funny. One time I was somewhere and I ran into Mila's family and the youngest baby, he was like, looked up and he was like, Oh, hi Mila. (laughs) I was blonde at the time, (laughs) but it was so funny. Cause like people always said we looked like growing up. I don't feel like we do as much now, but it was just funny that he said that. I was like, Oh, nope. Still think. Yeah. Actually it's so funny because the baby cash, when he was a little bit younger and I wouldn't go over to my mom's house as much. I say my mom's, but I mean my parents' I house I always do much. that too. <laughs> I always say my mom's. <laughs> it's her house. Okay, she runs it. Yeah. <laughs> um, He would like totally act like he doesn't even know who I am. Aww. Like stranger danger. He's like, but, who are you? <laughs> I know. And Aww. my mom's like, it's because you never come over. Aww, and I'm like, okay. Mm, okay, right, right. Make me feel bad. <laughs> but, but now he doesn't have that problem. You know, with like the stranger danger, mm-hmm. like oh, like I haven't seen you in a month, mm-hmm. and acts all shy now. Yeah, it's like oh, okay, like he, I, he recognizes I, you. Now. I like you. Like, well, you look you so are. much like all of them. You guys all look so similar. You have like differences, but you all definitely look like siblings. Yeah, all the girls, the blondes, look 
like me. Yes. Because I look like well, my mom. Well, even some of the boys look like you, though. Really? Which one? Um, Easton? The one with the, with the blonde one. <laughs> the blondest. Well, Easton. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like you. Oh, okay. I can see that. Yeah. But you definitely look like the girls, too. It's just so funny. It's so funny. The little boys will be like, oh, mom. Oh, wait. Sorry, Mila. I thought you were a mom. Ah! Like, <laughs> they're like, you look like her from the back. <laughs> That's so funny. That's true. Yeah. Moving on. Um. So the chances of you meeting your soulmate, soul family are actually very high because most of the time they're reincarnated down with you at the same time on Earth. Mm-hmm. So it might take like a year to find one and then you can meet an another one like mm-hmm. in six months and mm-hmm. then you find another one and it's just like you may not even realize it at first either until mm-hmm. like you reconnect with them like maybe a couple years down the road you're like oh my gosh no like we are so yeah. connected yeah so it, just, it just depends but i'm sure again i'm sure you're already thinking like hmm who is it that i'm connected to i'm yeah. sure you got some people in mind yeah so kind of just back to reincarnation um obviously we believe that you reincarnate many times um to Keep coming down to earth to keep learning lessons that you need to learn. So in the book that I read, The Journey of Souls, um, he talks about how like when you die, you basically have the choice to like kind of stick around on the earth plane for like a little bit. So most people usually choose to stay until their funerals just to like, you know, see how everybody like mourns them, kind of like be with them. Doesn't mean they can't be with them again, but usually it said like they kind of stick around for a little bit to see how that goes. And then they feel ready to like kind of go into the spirit realm. So then you usually move on to the spirit realm and you basically get greeted by people that you recognize. So the people, the souls that you know that have like passed on, they'll come to you as how you knew them on earth so that you feel comfortable (laughs) and not just be like, what's this ball of light? Like, who are you? Yeah. So like, for example, like a grandma that passed away. Yes. So you'll be greeted. That's who you would see. Yes. Or like, yeah, a parent or a... Yeah, just somebody, somebody, yes. Mm -hmm. So you'll see them that way. And okay, real quick to back up. This book is about this guy, this doctor who is a hypnotherapist and he would do like child regressions and help you regress back to your childhood to basically like, you know, heal trauma and like meet your child. All of that just like to heal the trauma from your childhood. So one day he was doing that and he like somehow regressed someone back too far and then they were like in like an in-between life state. And then he was like, wait, what? So then he kind of like learned how to perfect that and he would like regress people back to that. And now it's been like, I want to say, it's definitely thousands, but I want to say at least like 10,000s, like in the 10,000s of people that he's done this to and written books about. So they all have like a very similar experience of what the between lives is. That's why I believe this because it's like so many people have had the same experience and like never talked to each other or knew each other in this life. Yeah. And came into his office and had like, said the same type of stuff right the same stories being told essentially very similar different forms yes so basically yeah so you get to the spirit realm you get greeted by your people you get greeted by your guides Mm -hmm. and then what they say is you get like wrapped in this like light that kind of cleanses your soul from all the hard shit you had to go through on earth and all of just like Basically, just taking like a cosmic shower, I guess you would say. Imagine like, how light you would I know. feel after Sometimes that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish. Like, that just sounds so nice. And they describe it as like the most euphoric feeling you could ever feel. Oh, and just fuck. like all the trauma that you've gone through in this life was just like cleansed and you just feel like so light. And so then at that point, then you go and like meet your guides and then whoever in your soul family that is like up in the spirit realm as well. And your guide will take you and many people it's so cool to see it in the book because everybody has a different story of like where their guides take them but usually it's like somewhere that you were comfortable with on earth so like some people like say like oh me and my guide are just talking in like this bar that i always go to or yeah or like they'll like take you to a place that is like comforting to you that you can just chat and have a conversation because they try to make it comfortable for you yeah so then they'll like talk to you about your life and like they'll like joke with you and stuff too it says like they you know talk to you in the way that you understand mm-hmm. and they'll be like all right like they never make you feel judged they never make you feel shamed they just are like all right so let's look at your life let's see like what you need to learn like what do you think about this yeah probably wasn't the best choice oh. <laughs> yeah so they never try to like make you feel like ashamed but they're just like yeah you gotta work on that one like that probably wasn't the best choice yeah um and then they'll yeah so they'll show you your life they'll show you parts that like you know, you need to work on or like things that you did that like how it made other people feel either good or bad. And then like kind of just like the whole effect of like your actions on others and that kind of stuff so that you really see like, oh my gosh, 
that's what happened. Now I feel bad. Like I want to learn from that, blah, blah, blah. So then you'll sit down with your guide and you will like go through what lessons you need to learn and then plan them out for your next life. So then you'll like plan all your lessons out for the next life, plan your life path out, plan out like the people that you're going to meet, the people that you're going to affect, who's going to be in your life. And um, literally your entire life, literally every, every situation, yes. scenario. And no, it sounds weird, but every challenge you go through, like you, you chose that out. You chose, you yeah. chose your family. You chose who, who your parents were going to be. Your you siblings. chose all the challenges that you were going to go through. And I know that sounds like really like hard. Cause like, why would I choose that? Like some of these really hard things I've had to go through, like mm-hmm. really traumatic things that mm-hmm. people go through. It's like, why would I choose that? That's like horrible. But I know it sounds crazy, but the beautiful thing is that like, you know that that was meant to happen for a reason and it was meant to teach you something. It was meant to help you like help others or like it might be just some karmic debt that you had to repay from a past life. Like maybe you did some bad things in a past life and you had to have someone do some bad things to you to like see how that felt. And I know mm-hmm. like nobody deserves that, but it's important for your soul's growth. So like every challenge that you've gone through is literally to help you grow in this lifetime and like help your soul's journey yeah that's like so crazy to think about how we plan out our whole lives and then we agree to forget yes and then we have to go through it all yes because if you remember then you're not going to learn anything no you're just (laughs) going to be like well i know how to cheat this system and i know how to get out of this situation you're not actually going to learn anything that you're coming here to learn then you'll come back down as a baby for most people (laughs) that's a whole nother topic that i can get into but we'll just for all intents and purposes, we're just going to say this. So you come down, come in as a baby into your family. Um, and then basically you learn those lessons and then you do it all over again. So when that happens, like once you learn enough lessons, you really like finally like reach your highest potential on this earth plane. Then when you pass, then you can go and basically have jobs on the other side. So then you can become a guide to others. And there's like in the book also there's like different tiers of like spirit beings. So like so many, you know, lifetimes you get to this like teacher tier and then that teacher also has its own teacher and then that teacher has another teacher. So it's like pretty much any workplace that you're in, there's like a higher up, like someone who oversees the next person down Mm -hmm. and someone who oversees. So it's just like that. Like your guides have their own guides too, which is pretty cool to like extra help them make sure that like they're telling you the right thing. (laughs) Have you seen the movie Soul? Yes. So yes, it's like all the movie. little baby souls yes. who are running around chaotic everywhere yes. and like the teacher person holding the clipboard yes. literally is a teacher and is like, okay, send him into the personality tank. Yes. And then he sends like 50 to be like happy, 50 to be depressed, 50 yeah. to be like going through some crazy mental shit. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If you guys haven't seen Soul, it's, it's a Disney so movie, good. you have to watch it. It's so cute. And it's like such a sweet way to describe like what we're talking about. Reincarnation. <laughs> literally reincarnation. Yeah. It's so cool. You guys definitely need to check it out. Um, but yeah, so you'll keep learning those lessons. Then you can become a guide. Then you can like go higher. You can actually like reincarnate as a guide on earth too. If you like are guiding someone who needs like someone to be there. Mm-hmm. So like your guide, one of your guides anyways, might also be reincarnated with you right now. Like you Ooh, just don't know. I'm yeah. like, who is it? I know. Who right? is I'm like, it? Who's teaching me stuff? Show um, yourself. or don't because last time you got scared (laughs) in human form please (laughs) it's Truman Truman. (laughs) that's another thing too is like your pets um people believe that like your pets reincarnate as well and that they animal souls are a little bit different where like they only reincarnate as animals I mean not everybody believes that some people believe you can reincarnate as anything but based on like my own beliefs and things that I've read um your pets can reincarnate too so like a pet that you had as like a child that passed away you may have now like as a new puppy as a new puppy mm-hmm. and it's just funny to see that like my mom um our dog the way so my mom had like a dog growing up that she like really loved and she ended up getting hit by a car and it was really sad mm-hmm. and the way that like my mom describes her reminds me of their dog now and I asked my oh. mom I'm like I told her about this and I was like do you think that like that might be her she's like I've literally thought that before because they have such similar personalities. You know what's so crazy that you say that? So um, we have a friend that passed away, Ashley. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we were all drunk at Violet's house one day. This is Violet's dog we are in reference to. Mm-hmm. Um, and her dog has fucking human eyes, bro. <laughs> like, if you look at the dog's eyes, 
like you're like oh like that reminds me of a human like a human soul like human like expression and so his name is Zuko and she literally got him I think just out like on a whim Mm. um and he is the sweetest most obedient nicest loving dog ever and so we were drunk at her house one day and we were in her room and Zuko was in the the cage and we're like just fucking around like hey Ashley and he fucking looks no (laughs) that's crazy I mean I feel like it people could reincarnate as animals I feel like I would I would love to reincarnate as a dog or a cat and just like live my best life getting attention and chilling in the house and like Mm -hmm. that sounds great yeah and like being a fun little light to your owners like maybe they're your guides who knows yeah who knows but we definitely feel a presence within Ashley there. Maybe it's Aww. not her, but maybe she sent that down for her. Yeah, you know, could be that and too. So that's why the energy's there. That's so sweet. But Aww. yeah, I love that crazy shit. Um, but yeah. So after you know, then you can become a guide. All of that. So another thing that I wanted to address is that you know a lot of people believe like, well, if you do so much bad stuff on Earth, like, what about the serial killers? What about like? the really bad people that just like are evil you know and so the way the book explained it is that these people they don't go to hell they do once they get to the spirit realm basically get like a special talking to they basically get like sent kind of to the side for a bit like they can't go back down to earth for a while they have like a lot they need to work on there Uh, yeah what the fuck yeah right so they get kind of like it's kind of like how you might describe like purgatory people you know believe like purgatory is like the stuck in between so like um yeah you're not like in a bad place but you're also don't get to just be in like the fun light place like you get you have to sit and like really reflect on this stuff and see how you've hurt people and then you know you have all the karma so when you do go back down you you get probably treated like shit Mm -hmm. and get that karma back to you and see how you treated other people i think it's important to mention that on earth there's free will yes right yes so you literally can do whatever the fuck you want because there's free will. Mm-hmm. You have the de- ability to make your own decisions, your actions, right? So your guides can't just come down no. and be like, nope, stop. You're on the wrong path. Nope, let no. me turn you around. I mean, nope, they'll try to send that. you signs, but yeah, you but may not even notice it. They can't physically no, stop you. They can't physically there's stop you. There's free will here on earth. Exactly. And so that's why there's people who do this bad mm-hmm. shit, this crazy shit, like, murderers and serial killers and the r word and you know so it's very unfortunate but it's also part of their soul's evolution exactly to make these decisions to go through these things Mm -hmm. to learn these lessons so yeah and if you don't learn the lessons like they say if you go back down and you like basically continue to do the same shit then like you're basically not allowed to go back down to earth for either forever or just like or not for a very long time mm. is the way they described it is like you get like a special council of like souls that need to like basically have a talking to with you i don't know how to describe it like they said that like most people don't like know where those people go they just know that they go somewhere kind of <gasps> different vanish into the abyss yeah they're like the they're like i asked my guides or whatever when they were on the other side like where are they going they're like yeah don't worry about it what? <laughs> basically like they're gonna learn their lessons don't worry but like they're don't not they're not getting tortured you know they're not gonna like be in hell like we think but they are <laughs> learning how they've hurt people wow. so pretty cool to think about because that was like my biggest question was like what about all the really bad people yeah. you know i know that's a good point mm-hmm. do you think that they chose to also go through some of those uh, I want to say hardships. Well, I think you're like, you know, when you plan your life, you choose like the hardships you go through. But like you said, you have free will. So it's like you can either learn from those hardships or you can internalize them and let them like basically turn you bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. And help and like make you make bad decisions. That's true. So say, for example, your hardship is to have like bipolar disorder mm-hmm. and be like schizophrenic or something Mm -hmm. right and you're not really learning from that Mm -hmm. as to how to like naturally heal yourself for example and so you take that and then you become like a murderer or something because you know you don't understand what i'm trying to like say yeah and like that's how they become like that could be an example Uh, yeah i mean 
again, yeah, it could be your hardship is like a mental illness. Your hardship could be like extreme trauma from childhood because we see these like serial killers having usually like pretty extreme trauma from their childhood. Yeah. And like maybe that's because they were a serial killer in a past life too. Who knows? But again, it's like a long cycle because you can live like hundreds of lives and not like we don't know what their path is. We don't know like what they're supposed to be learning. But like I'm thinking of like Jeffrey Dahmer because I watched that show. Mm-hmm. Couldn't finish it because it was like too much. But oh, yeah. I started it. So gruesome. Um, But yeah, he had some like pretty crazy stuff happen in his life but stuff that also happens to other people and they they turn out good you know Mm because it's like it's all like what you like choose to make of your circumstances like you can't control those things now that you're on earth you can't control those things that happen to you so it's like okay am I going to use this to like internalize into myself and like basically rot my soul into like something bad and like take it out on other people but you can do that or you can choose to be like, okay, I'm going to make sure this doesn't happen to anyone else. So I'm going to go into like the mental health field and try to help kids or I'm going to go and like, you know, talk about domestic violence awareness or I'm going to, you know, start an organization, like, you know, whatever it is, give to charity, that kind of stuff. Like you can choose to like make something good out of the things you went through and like try to help other people. And that's like usually what your soul's purpose is, is to like learn, oh shit, I didn't like how that felt. How can I help other people now yeah. who've been through that? Mm-hmm. Or Again, you can just like let your ego take over and be like, this isn't fair. My life sucks. And now I'm going to take it out on everyone else. Mm. And that can come down to just like little things even. It doesn't have to be like murder. It could just be like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) it could just be like revenge in other ways. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, like I'm going to spread a rumor about this person because they made me upset. Or, you know, my parents traumatized me. So now like I'm never talking to them again. You know, like that kind of stuff, which, you know, Sometimes it's okay to not talk to your parents. That's not really always a, a vengeful thing. That was just an example. But <laughs> um, yeah, so it could be anything like that. It doesn't have to be like actual crime. <laughs> yeah. We're just thinking extreme circumstances yeah. here because that's just what we were talking that's about. That's just where my brain goes. Yeah. It's like, what happens to them? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, like we said, when you reincarnate, you forget all your other lives that you've lived. You forget all the lessons you learned in those lives. So it yeah. kind of like, feels like okay what the heck like maybe I'm supposed to be learning something in this life that like I kind of was working on in the last life but didn't like fully grasp Mm -hmm. so that's why I want to do like a past life regression so I can like figure Mm -hmm. out what it is that I'm supposed to not repeat in this lifetime like I really want to know what my other lives were yeah me too but you're not really supposed to know them most of the time (laughs) you're supposed to like and again like I feel like your guides will be like yeah you should know because I think you're at the right time to figure that out. And it maybe will help you because it's like kind of speeds up the process. Like, okay, you're still not getting it. Okay. Somebody fucking tell them what they're supposed to be figuring out here. Right. (laughs) Your guides are like, okay, here's a hypnotherapist to help you because you got to figure this out. You're still not understanding. (laughs) Damn. Well, when you find out, let me know. I will. I'm curious. Um, But I do kind of like sometimes have like little like inklings of past life. Like I get these like weird little flashbacks. Like what? So one you guys are probably gonna think I'm crazy, but that's fine. <laughs> you probably already do by now. Um, so one that I always picture, it's so weird. Like it started happening a few years ago. So my whole life I've been like, had this like crazy phobia of like blood and just like accidents and like okay. car accidents or yeah. like limbs getting chopped up, like different things like that, just like bloody accidents. Oh. I don't know why. I've just always like had this like really bad feeling about that kind of stuff even on tv or like when i even get a small cut or like when i would lose teeth as a kid and blood would have i would like Mm. literally fainted oh wow yes my friends know they make fun of me still like i cut my finger and i literally got so dizzy and thought i was gonna pass out a couple (laughs) years ago but that's been like a pattern throughout my whole life is like every time i think about that stuff like i would get so freaked out and so just the past couple years i just had this random like flashback that i'm this like lady and i'm like a mom and I have a lot of anxiety figures because uh, <laughs> I like, still st- do still, still learn, present still, still present. working on that <laughs> um but like I felt like it was me and I was like this mom I was like laying in the back of an ambulance truck and I keep looking down and there's like blood on me and oh, I'm just like shit. oh my gosh somebody who's gonna help my kids who's gonna help my kids like that's all that keeps running through my mind and yeah. in this like I picture my kids as like teenagers at this time like in high school and I'm like riding the back of a ambulance and I just look up and I'm like there's just trees all around me like pine trees like kind of how it looks in like pollock pines or like Tahoe and that's like literally what I see and I just keep thinking like who's gonna help my kids like what about my kids and that's just all I know what yeah 
So weird. And this was like when you're awake, like flashback. Yeah, not yeah I'll just dream. randomly have like this moment of like, whoa, is that me? Oh, <laughs> like, shit. Fuck. Damn. I know. That's deep. Yeah. I don't, I've never had something like that happen to me before. And then another one that I, one that I've had like my whole life for some reason, I've always felt like very connected to native people, like indigenous people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, my ancestors are, so that could be it too. But you can also reincarnate as your ancestors or be reincarnated from your ancestors. So that's another thing. But I've always felt like very connected to like native culture and like learning about them and learning about the hardships that they went through. And like, it really bothers me to my core thinking about the stuff they had to go through. Like Mm -hmm. it literally makes me feel so sick and so angry about like how they were treated and killed and, you know, still made a mockery of and like still kind of just brushed under the rug. They call it like the invisible, um, visible, invisible, race or something like that oh we're like basically they get brushed under the rug all the time and that has bothered me my whole life and then I took a class in college about like Native American history and it was taught by a Native lady and she was amazing she helped me just understand so much stuff and just stuff that we were never taught in school by the way so crazy how horrible they were treated and still are um but yeah I would have these like also flashbacks of me like and I'm like a man in this one and I'm standing in like, like in nature, in like an open like field, mm-hmm. and I'm a native person. Again, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm like, oh, I'm native, you know. But that's like just this vision again. It could be ancestor, you know, could be yeah. me. But like, it's like that same feeling that I get. Like this is me, and here I am standing like on the land, barefoot, my feet on the ground, Connected. and like a bunch of like stuff is happening around me. Uh-huh. Mm. And maybe again, it's just me like learning about that stuff, and it's just like me trying to put myself in their shoes but yeah see that makes me curious about my past lives now so i don't know if you've any of you have ever had that experience my grandma also like went to a psychic who told her about her past lives once i, I forget what, psychic. i forget what she said but it was something funny and i was like what <laughs> really she was like yeah she told me that i had a past life as a i don't remember what it was but like something funny and i was like what um but yeah i want to see a psychic too mm-hmm. not just about past lives but just about like anything <laughs> i just want to know what they have to say like, yeah me too let's go it's not even that i even care about the future i just want to know about like what like my guides are saying or like yeah. what i'm supposed to be doing or like if i'm on the right path like i do get angel numbers all the time but I w- it would be really nice to like have confirmation yeah like some words some verbal words yes. from somebody <laughs> yes and be like oh your ancestors say this like yeah did you have an ancestor who was this you know like really just pinpoint it like you see mm-hmm I love Tyler Henry, the medium. Yeah. Love him. He's really good. Um, if you guys haven't watched Life After Death on Netflix with Tyler Henry, watch it. Mm. That one's so good, too. All right. So all of this to say, this is important because, like we said, you literally come to Earth to learn these lessons. And everything that happens is really not as big of a deal as you think it is. So like all the hardships you go through, all like the stress and the concerns you're having, like it literally all works out and it's literally all for your soul's growth and any decision you make is the right decision pretty much. It's like you can't really make a wrong decision because your life, I mean, again, unless you're like trying to hurt people, obviously, but if you're trying to decide like, "Mm, which path should I take? Like, should I pick this job or this job? It's like whatever you choose is meant to be and life is literally a game. It is a video yeah. game. We are in a simulation. Our, we are Sims characters and our souls are playing the video game on mm-hmm. the other side. Mm-hmm. Literally. We are just in these, as Mila calls them, meat suits. We're in meat suits. <laughs> Freaks me out, but it's so true. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're literally as video game characters. We are Sims, like the game Sims that you play. Yeah. And our souls are just playing the game as these characters for this amount of time. Yeah. We literally get to pick... Our gender, our hair color, our yes. families, our eye color, our skin yeah. color, our hardships. You literally pick your whole everything. Our whole lives. And so just know that there's no wrong answer. Yeah. There's no wrong path. Because say you're heading down one path and you're like questioning, oh my God, should I do this or should I do this? Both routes are going to be an evolution for your soul. Yes. You're going to learn lessons going down path A and you're mm-hmm. going to learn even more lessons going down path B. Yes. It's kind of like you're going to reach a similar endpoint. You're going to, I mean, 
depending on the choices that you make, obviously, again, yeah. if you're choosing choices for good, you're going to make it to that same endpoint. It's just like the journey that it takes to get there. Like mm-hmm. you're going to have different forks in the road, but they're going to lead you back to like the main purpose and like what your like mission is here. Yeah. Um. One thing I do want to bring up though is like, let's say you're struggling with, um, you know, addiction or something that's just like putting you down a bad path, hanging out with like not good people, things like that. Um, let's say that that's the path that you choose, then guess what? You're just going to have to learn more lessons in the next life. So even if you do choose the path that's like not the best for you, like doing things that are harmful to your soul and to your body, you're just going to learn it again the next life. So like I've, you know, had friends pass away from drug overdoses and I just think about it like, okay, well now they just get another chance in the Mm -hmm. next life. Yeah, it takes longer. (laughs) It takes longer Mm -hmm. to get to that point to like reach the lessons you're supposed to learn, but okay, they're just going to come back again and learn it in different ways and have another life. So it's like, just like on a video game, it's like game over and then you start again. Mm-hmm. So it's like life really is just not that serious. So my my lesson to everyone is stop taking your life so seriously and every decision you make, like making it life or death, making it so scary for yourself and stressing yourself out because it's literally a game. Just yeah. have fun with it. The people in your life, like for me... Hopefully no one from my job hears this. For, <laughs> for me, when I think about like leaving my job, because eventually I do want to do that, I think about like, oh my gosh, how is this going to affect everyone? Like, is this the right choice for me? Like, was that supposed to be the path I'm on? Or like, no. First of all, listen to your intuition. Listen to what your soul actually wants to do and follow that. Because guess what? Those people are meant to be in your life for a season and they're mm-hmm. going to be just fine once you move on. They're going to yeah. have their own path, their own lives. And that's okay. Like, literally, it's just a game. Take the risks because what's literally the worst that could happen? Literally, nobody cares. Everyone is focused on their own problems, their own hardships, their own perspectives about themselves mainly. Like, everyone's Mm -hmm. focusing on them. So why do you care about what people think so much? Yeah. Why are you making... Literally. Why are you letting them affect your choices? Why? That's such a huge part for me is, like, stopping worrying about what everyone else thinks because i'm literally the main character of my reality yeah, so why do i care only person in what your reality yeah, that matters literally i mean of course i care about like you know not hurting anyone again i'm always going to bring that up because <laughs> and everyone's going to make that argument but i as long as you're not hurting anyone like purposely unless i mean if some things might hurt people's feelings if you're setting boundaries and things like that but as long as you're not like intentionally trying to hurt someone then like you're making the right choice yeah like you're Literally, your life is for you and for your soul's evolution. So stop worrying about what anyone else thinks. That's what gave me the confidence to like do this podcast and stuff because I'm just like, I care about what I have to say. And I know some other people do. And again, even if it's like three people, great. I'm so happy that you're listening and that you care. Yeah. (laughs) But if not, like even if nobody liked it, I'm still going to talk about this stuff with Mila Mm -hmm. because (laughs) it's important to me. Yeah. And it literally doesn't matter. I don't care what anyone thinks of what I'm saying because it's what matters to me. It's what I believe. I'm just a little blunt, but I couldn't care less. You I know? literally like, couldn't care less what people judge me as. Like, yeah, I that's what like has helped me become so confident because at this phase of my life, like, I one am like the heaviest I've ever been, but I am the most confident that I've ever been. And I've, you know, looking back throughout my life, I've always been like, oh my gosh, I'm so fat. Oh, like, and then I see pictures and I'm like, girl, what? You were not fat. So right. the problem wasn't your body. The problem was your mindset. So right. now I'm just like. Okay, I'm just not going to care what anyone thinks. I'm just going to mm-hmm. be my confident self mm-hmm. and do what makes me happy and see who that attracts into my life. Exactly. And I feel like I can say the same for myself too. Like growing up, I was so worried about like my image mm-hmm. and trying to fit in and stuff and present yourself a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like do my hair and makeup every day mm-hmm. for like school. Like, bro, if you know me and you know me yeah. now, I don't even barely own makeup at all. Yeah. I never wear makeup. Well, you know, I've always worn makeup. Like, I never would leave the house without it. And now I never wear makeup to work. And that's, like, even from a few years ago, that's Mm -hmm. unheard of for me. Like, I literally don't care. Yeah, Yeah, when I wear makeup, I I do feel more confident and more, like, I don't know, put together, I guess. But I don't Mm -hmm. care anymore. Like, I will go out in public without makeup and not think twice about it. Right. Don't get me wrong. I do have my lash extensions. But (laughs) that's because I like them. Yeah. And I don't mind paying for them. And that's the thing is now I wear makeup because I like it, not just because I feel like I need to hide my face like I used to. Right. Now I just like it. Yeah. I like, you know, being creative with it, which I always had that side too, but I would literally be terrified for anyone to see me without makeup. Mm. And now I just don't care. 
So yeah. I'm just living life in my meat suit. Just, yeah. <laughs> just trying to have fun. And yeah, that's another thing too is like I stopped worrying about like, oh, I got to be so responsible and like take everything so seriously. It's like, no, life is literally a game and it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's all about balance though, you know? Yeah, I totally feel that when people are always, especially like when it comes to jobs too and mm-hmm. work, everyone's like, oh my God, like you have to have certain job this and- job and you have to have your retirement and yeah. you have to make this much money and you have to like, Set Stay yourself at up this for the job future. for like 40 mm-hmm. years. Like, no, bro. Like, I'm going to go no. travel. First of all, I'm not staying at no job for 40 years. Hell no. I just don't. Working is just not for me. Like, <laughs> I literally hate working. Like, people are like, oh, what do you want to do? Like, for your career, for the rest of your life? I'm like, bro, I don't know. Because, like, I, I don't. Like, nothing pleases me. No. Nothing is like, oh, yeah, I want to be a teacher. I, I wanna, wanted. I, I want to work for someone else and yeah. slave my life away to someone else. Don't get me wrong. I wanted to be a teacher mm-hmm. and that's why I got my degree in child development. Mm-hmm. But now that I like have a bigger lens about like yeah. how teachers are being treated, yes. I'm like, fuck that. Like, why am I going to yes. go work for them to make 30K a year? Maybe a little bit more than that, but like, no, it's not it's worth not it worth for it. the To be treated load, so horribly. The kids. The yeah. parents. Mm-hmm. The admin. Mm-hmm. You're just treated so horribly and you're expected to do so much work that's not even like on the clock. And don't even get me started about teaching these kids all this bullshit. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's a whole nother all thing. All this bullshit. I all just this, couldn't do it. No. I just couldn't do it. No. I totally see what you're talking about. And like literally shout out to all the teachers out there because you guys are doing such a good job like yeah. putting up with this and being treated so horribly just because you care about kids and want to help them. And I know like all my friends who are teachers, like I'm like, so we're applauding like, you literally so in awe of you guys, because we know like we both have worked in like school environments. And I mean, for me, I worked at an elementary school and I see it. Like I see how badly treated teachers are treated and expected to do so much for not enough pay. Like we need to pay them so much more for the shit that they're doing. Mm-hmm. So I applaud you guys. Yep. You know, keep doing your soul mission. That's your soul mission. But for us, <laughs> not doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I don't know. I just, like, I don't really take, like, the whole job thing too seriously, no. honestly. That's what I've learned, too. Like, there's always more jobs out there. Yes. You can always get a new job. You can always quit a job. If you don't like it, fucking quit it. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Alexis, you need to quit your job. Okay. Let me just say, the reason I'm staying here right now, <laughs> because I literally go back and forth on it all the time, is because... I finally unlocked the secret to not being stressed about my job. And that's literally one, protecting my energy between clients and Mm -hmm. after clients. And two, thinking of life as a game and literally not caring about all the little stressful things that I used to worry about with my job. Like, oh my gosh, I need to turn this in on time. Oh my gosh, like I need to make sure that like I'm doing everything for these families and I can't let them fall through the cracks. And it's like putting it all on myself and I realize, okay, no, I'm just here to do the job that's on the paper that says I need to do. Mm -hmm. And then- once I'm off the clock, I'm not going to fucking think about it. I know. And put my work yeah. phone away and not think about work. So that's been working for me right now. Good. Again, not going to stay here for like ever. Not going to stay here much longer. Hopefully this <laughs> takes off and I can just do this kind of stuff forever. I would love to like have like my own business and like, you know, be like a spiritual mentor of some sort or mm-hmm. do Reiki or like some type of service where I can help people like spiritually. Full time. Yes. Yeah. Because that's what I like about my job now is that I can help these kids like you know, change their mindset. Most of the kids I work with are suicidal. So it can become very dark, but also like I've learned so much here to help me help other people and understand them in their darkest times, you know, and like understand their families and understand different family dynamics and like different perspectives of people on this earth because the families I work with all have such different perspectives and I'm in their homes and I'm in their meeting their other parts of their family. I'm in their schools. Like I really get to know people and like it's fun to like see the world through other people's eyes and I feel like that has really helped me learn for myself like for the future and like for other Mm -hmm. people I want to help in different ways so every job that I've had I feel like has been an opportunity to like get me to the next step so right now I feel like I'm in the sunset season of this job where it's like it's closing out yeah and I'm ready for like the new sunrise but I just don't know what the next opportunity is yet so I'm waiting for that Mm -hmm. but I feel like it's coming soon it's funny that you mentioned um like just now that you're getting like a grip on yes. feeling okay at work because usually when that happens is when it ends. Yes, and that's what I'm ready for. I'm yeah. like, okay, th- my, I feel like my guys are like, you finally learned the lesson. You finally passed the test. Yeah. That's why we kept you here so long mm-hmm. is that you can't let your external circumstances and opinions and feelings of other people affect, affect you yeah. so much. Yeah. And that's what I was doing is I was literally 
being so depressed from the things these kids were telling me. I was crying every day. I was just like using sometimes like substances like alcohol or weed to like numb out from those feelings because I didn't want to feel them. And first of all, I stopped doing that. I started like feeling my feelings and not using substances as a coping skill, actually using real coping skills, like Mm -hmm. going inside myself and figuring out like, okay, where's this feeling coming from? All right. Treating myself with kindness and compassion, doing some things that help me relax, like going on a walk or, you know, taking my dog to the park or, you know, that kind of stuff and stop looking like for other things to make me feel better and to just kind of like connect with myself, connect with nature. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. So I feel like at this point, I finally have like, quote, passed the test. And now I'm just like kind of vibing it out till the next opportunity comes. But I really do feel like it's coming. Yeah, it is coming. It is always coming for the better good. Yeah. And then it kind of just helps you have hope for the future because it's just like there's always exciting things coming in that Mm -hmm. you just don't know about yet. Yeah. So I'm excited to see where the future goes. (laughs) Right now, I'm at this like point in my life where could go so many ways but I'm excited about it I'm not like nervous like I used to be like oh my gosh what's my next step like oh my gosh am I gonna mm-hmm. go back to grad school am I gonna do this mm-hmm. or that no first of all I'm not going back to grad yeah, school yeah fuck that me neither <laughs> I'm not paying it's another $30,000 for no. that no. um no, I still you. have student loans so no and just to do something that I'm already doing now but like for a little bit more pay but I'm like not liking this so why mm-hmm. would I do that and yeah I don't want to work for anyone else mm-hmm. I want to do what I want to do <laughs> then do it I will do it soon just fucking do it soon <laughs> <laughs> i keep getting signs too from the universe that's like quit your job and i'm no. like not yet hold on give me a little bit longer <laughs> let's let dylan get a full-time job first and then <laughs> then i'll take a break so basically just with all of this again to say enjoy your life enjoy each moment as it comes because it does come so fast and just really be gra- grateful for where you're at right now that's literally the secret to life yeah and the secret to bringing in your manifestations and everything everything that you want is literally just being grateful for where you're at and knowing that the next good thing is coming and it's on its way and just just you already know that yeah another big thing is to be present Mm -hmm. in the now yes because there really is only now yes the past is the past you can't fix that Mm -hmm. the future is unknown quote-unquote unknown Mm -hmm. and so the only time to be living your life is now so i can't even tell you how many years i've spent stressing about the future dwelling on the past stress yeah Yeah. stressing about the future Mm -hmm. it's really just like living life where you're at right now and being appreciative of what you have in this current moment maybe it's not a lot maybe you do have a lot Mm -hmm. express gratitude for the little things because you know, it really does just help change yep. your mindset. It really does. And it helps bring in more abundance. And even if it's a little thing, like I like to say, I'm grateful for my breath. I'm grateful yep. for my heartbeat. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful to be awake today. I'm grateful for having a shelter. Yeah. I'm grateful for having food in my fridge. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for the being clothes. able to take a shower and yeah. use a indoor bathroom. Like, yeah. The clothes on my body, mm-hmm. you know, because... It doesn't always have to be the materialistic things no. like my car or like. Mm-hmm. Though I am very grateful for my car. Yeah, me too. I've had shit cars my whole life and now I finally <laughs> have a good one. But yeah, just literally anything. Your phone. Like mm-hmm. what you have this little device that connects you to other people in the world. And that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Really gratitude is the key to life is what we've learned. Yeah. Gratitude and being present in the moment mm-hmm. because there's only now and your life is just a game so enjoy where you're at because this guess what the season is literally going to end yeah and you're never going to come back to this season even the hardships of it like i'm sure there's still good things there that you can be grateful for like right now we live in this tiny little apartment and i know like we're going to move soon but since i know we're going to move soon i'm literally just being so grateful for where we're at because it's you know had so many purposes for us there it's like served its purpose for us has so many memories you know is our first home and as much as I'm ready to leave, and there's a lot of things I hate about this apartment, I'm trying to be grateful for all the little things of, like, what it has done for me. And, like, just yeah. having this shelter and, like, being my first place that I, you know, had on my own. Well, it's been your your safety net for so many for years, years yeah. you know. Three. So mm-hmm. it has a lot of energy there. Yes. A lot of important lessons that I've learned there. Mm-hmm. So, And so, you know, worrying about tomorrow only impacts how you're feeling today. Literally. When you can't control what's happening around you, you can control what's happening inside of you. Yes, exactly. A hundred percent. 
And we can talk so much more about that in other episodes. But we'll mm-hmm. leave it at that for today because we've done a lot yeah. today. <laughs> a lot of information. We kind of started with reincarnation. Then we just like had a whole ponder sesh about life. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts. Okay, so here are some journal prompts for you to write about or think about today. Um, The first one is, who do you think is in your soul family? The second one is, how does thinking about life as a game change your perspective on your current circumstances? And then the last one is, how has this information impacted how you view life after death? Mm, that's a juicy one yeah so let us know what you thought about all this again we would love to hear your thoughts and your questions (laughs) we're happy to answer any questions yes hit us up link in bio we would love to chat with you guys about any topics you're curious about um but without further ado we're gonna head out thanks again for joining us today with With love love and light. light. Bye, everyone. See ya.